0: Hi, this is Mick Mole Two. When I'm not busy breaking the raids or yelling at people about clones, especially Wink, because he doesn't believe in them, I enjoy listening to the Shattered Order podcast.
1: What a piece of junk! This is the Shattered Order podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. This week, Wink professes his love for clones. We move from Rolo to Solo, discuss new information about territory battles, check in with Reddit, and start Season 2 of Trivia, coming up. Hello and welcome to the 59th episode of the Shattered Order podcast. I'm your host with you as always. Good night, punk. And with me as always as well is
0: my good friend Wink. What's up, dude? How you doing? Oh, not not a lot. I'm doing pretty well. Uh, a little exhausted from this week, but there's been a lot of stuff really exciting happening. Football's back. I could not be freaking happier. Um I agree. Yeah, that's, that's that's pretty much it. That's the extent of my life, I think. Oh, man. I went to uh, the Cardinals
1: preseason game last week and uh, sat on the third row, and I got 22nd row tickets this week from work. Nice. I'm loving it.
0: That's pretty awesome. Hard to beat. Yeah, dude.
1: So I'll be seeing the Bears-Cardinals this week. Last week it was the... The Raiders, you would have thought that our own stadium was Oakland, with how many freaking Oakland fans there were there. Yeah, they are everywhere. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Crawl but out of that black won. hole. We won. And I got to cheer on uh, Blaine, Blaine Gabbert
0: for uh, about that's ex- exciting. three Not, quarters. It was like ex- watching it Blaine Gabbert.
1: It kind of sucked because Derek Carr didn't play for whatever reason.
0: Yeah, and
1: neither did Mar- uh, um, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, he was busy so sitting sucked. on the
0: bench the whole time.
1: We left the game and I saw the. Uh, we left the game and I saw the story about him not sit- standing for the national anthem. I was like, "Oh, would never notice when you're sitting in the stadium." Yeah, that is true. Well, it is kind of a holiday, so I just want to say to everyone. Happy Defenders Eve. Because uh, the Defenders comes out tomorrow and I am super stoked. Cool. So, been waiting, what, three years for them to finish all the individual shows to make this one? I'm excited. So. I don't know. <laughs> and then also, something else I forgot to put in the notes because it kind of happened after um, I wrote the notes, but. Did you hear about today the unconfirmed news so far that the next Star Wars story after Han Solo is going to be Obi-Wan? I did not hear that. Yeah, so it's not confirmed by Disney or Lucas yet, but it's being reported everywhere that they will be making an Obi-Wan movie with the next Star Wars story. So Uh I'm happy for that as long as it is... Ewan McGregor. Because if they add a third person playing Obi-Wan, I won't be very happy. Yeah, understandable. Yeah, exactly. We shall see. But, yes, we shall. So, got a few new Patreons
0: this week, huh? Yeah, we did. Pretty exciting. Awesome. Appreciate those people. Who are they? Well, uh, he's M4 on Discord, but if I remember correctly, it's... um, Molly, moly moly Mole—something along those lines. Spelled, all of them spelled different. I totally <laughs> remember that. seeing that. Yeah. Um, yes. I can't remember if we got Boba Finn last week. So Boba Finn, uh, and also Zizer, who actually recorded one of our listener intros. Uh, I do believe. I have no idea what yes, episode, but yes. Go back and re- listen to them all. You'll Yes, find it. that is a great idea. So uh, something <laughs> else I'd like to mention is, you know, I actually got a couple messages from podcast listeners this week, you know, Reddit or whatever, just, you know, saying hey or whatever. So it was great to talk to you guys. We always love hearing from you all and getting feedback on the show, whether it's positive or negative. So anytime you want to shoot us a message, go for it.
1: Totally. My Reddit inbox is always open. Yep. So is my Discord. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And, but uh, if you don't
1: hear back from me, it's probably because I'm sleeping. <laughs> Since quit. I sleep during the day. Yeah. Yep. Yep,
0: yep, yep. Uh, well, the whole Patreon thing, um, we have a Patreon. If you don't know about it, you want to help out the podcast, Go check our Patreon page and be a supporter. We would love you forever. Uh, great way to love help support. Love you long time. Yes, we love you long time. Uh, <laughs> it's a great way to help support the show if you want to support it. And, you know, if you can't afford it, totally cool. Share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes. Uh, we'll get... We got, actually got an iTunes review, I think, this past week. We'll cover that next week. Hopefully we'll get some more. Uh, always love reading those, but oh yeah, yeah. Very like the
1: butterflies on your uh, on your face or whatever. That, was, that one was <laughs> that was great.
0: Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. So check that out: patreon.com slash Shattered Order, and we would appreciate you even more than we already do now. But forget all that. Now we have something very exciting to do. I know that Wink is super excited for it because he's been trying to hide it for at least a month and a half, but tonight on this podcast, he will profess his love for the clones. So. Well. So I I didn't show him this beforehand, so this is a blind reading so that he can put as much effort into it on a first read as he can and we will see how well he does so here Uh, we go I'm I'm dreading it (laughs) I'm just gonna sit back and uh enjoy this
0: (laughs) I gotta take a deep breath all right here we go I'm Uh, this is the worst part of the show I'll be honest I'm dreading this But what soft light breaks through yonder window? It is but clones, which make me anything but mellow. I do not like these clones, but when it comes to phase four, nothing else quite owns. I read this poem to you because I'm not as good at trivia. I'd rather live somewhere like Bolivia. Secretly, I do love my clones, and never running them gives me great distress. I always, like a, I always act like I do not care for my favorite faction, but I always know that without them, I'll get no action. <laughs> that was beautiful. It was awful. Uh, <laughs>
1: and I love that even while reading it blindly, you got the cloness part.
0: Oh, how could I miss that part? I That little uh, accent uh, over the E is perfect. Mm. Oh, was, <laughs> it hurt my soul a little bit it it really did it was kind of oh hurts <laughs> awesome well let's get on to better things
1: we should I that might be the end of the podcast I don't know if we can beat that <laughs> uh, no we got in with something better come on all right, how about this? We got a uh, we got a char- new character to talk about this week. There weren't any game updates. There weren't much in the way of uh, events and stuff like that to talk about. But there was one post on the forums, which kind of I missed at first. It probably took about five hours for me to realize it was even there. But it was there, and it is pretty cool. So let's talk about that. All right. And that is Captain Han Solo. What? Yeah, complete in the hot Solo uh, gear, covered in snow. I yeah. got the little GIF up there on the screen. You can watch his little unlock screen on the game, and he's standing there. It's pretty funny. He starts patting on his shoulder, and you can see snow popping off. It's pretty funny.
0: Very nice. All the little details. You gotta, you gotta like those things. Yeah. He's trying to stay warm, no, no, no doubt about it.
1: When you don't have a Tauntaun near, you gotta wear that giant jacket. That's a good point. It is kind of interesting with these Captain Han Solo characters that every one of them has a totally different look. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's quite diverse. You got this you got this. You got this uh, walk down the runway in my nice jacket uh Captain Han Solo. Yep. You got uh, Vest Han Solo, and then you got Stormtrooper. Well,
0: nice, some nice looks. What other characters are there multiples of that kind of have totally different looks? I mean, Luke Skywalker, like, he looks different, but he's not that much different other than the weapon he, he's holding. Leia, she's, mm-hmm. she's a little bit different. She's not as, I mean, nowhere near as drastic. Um, what else is there? Um, I don't know.
1: That's a good question. We'll see about uh, Yoda. I'm kind of curious how different he's going to look. He's not oh, going to look young young and sprightly, I'm sure. So Probably
0: not. He'll probably have his uh, his little cane. I would expect him to have a cane. I would also expect him to have some sort of synergy with Luke. Like a backpack? Yeah, like uh <laughs> yeah, like where um I don't know. There's bound to be something.
1: Yeah. I'm sure there will be something. Like some kind of buddy synergy there. Yeah, probably. But cool. who knows? We shall see. Well, Captain Han Solo, who is this guy? What is he? He is a daring rebel support that risks himself to revive allies and days enemies. And Ooh. that kind of sounds familiar, doesn't it? Kind of. Risks himself to revive allies, so, you know... Kind of like in the movie where he runs out in the cold to save Luke. Yep. Kind of like the way they worded
0: that on purpose there. Pretty cool. But... He definitely uh, days that Tauntaun.
1: Yes. Yeah. For sure. Well, the funny part is, right? So, if you're looking at the screen on the live stream here, it says unlocks at and then has question, question. But there's an unlock screen gif at the top. So, I'm pretty sure it's safe to guess that he unlocks at four-star.
0: So, um, I'll be honest, I don't know. I, I f- Okay, so what we know is they did mention that Captain Han Solo will require Rebel Officer Leia Organa to actually unlock. So, I thought it was
1: the opposite way. I don't think so. I'm thinking you have to have Solo to get Rolo.
0: Hmm. I think you're wrong, but maybe we should look that up. I don't know how we do that. But you keep talking. I'm looking it up. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, anyway, Captain Han Solo. We don't know what he unlocks at, and we don't know where he's available from, kind of. He did it, or... Uh, CG has actually announced that you know he'll be available in territory battles, in some way, shape, or form. Uh, <laughs> we'll go through his abilities. His basic attack is called Disabling Shot. Deal physical damage, target enemy, and inflict Daze for two turns. Empire targets can't resist or evade, and they take double damage from this attack. If Han has full health, he gains thirty percent turn meter. Dude,
1: <laughs> this—the ability makes me laugh. Although well, the only reason I'm laughing is because against Empire, they can't uh, evade or uh, resist. What was?
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> sorry, Empire. Yeah. No, that's pretty awesome. That's—I mean, I don't know how many people are actually facing Empire at this point. It's kind of been a while. I mean, Empire just haven't been that meta, especially in Arena. But, I mean. Unless you're on
1: Nuken Shard,
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you see that guy everywhere. Ugh. You're
1: going to find him every time.
0: I, I, I wish we had a picture of his face whenever he read these abilities. Like, no, come on. Oh, God. Instant Wait. reaction to uh, new Rebels abilities. Oh, yeah. That would be hilarious. Love these Rebels. But so that's pretty awesome so inflicting days on empires no matter what can't be evaded can't be resisted that's I mean that's pretty big uh, it could be really interesting with commander Luke Skywalker lead in the fact that he'll have 50% counter that would you know that would be really good against like Vader you know Vader AOEs mm-hmm. and Han oh, can gosh. turn yep. around and daze him
1: yep for sure um, the state of the galaxy on eight seven says to unlock Re- to unlock Rebel Officer Leia Organa, you'll need to use Captain Han Solo to participate in special in a special mission in territory battles.
0: Dyslexic, I- dyslexic I am. <laughs> Sorry,
1: that yeah. was hard to spit out, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, kind of was. It's that that reading all that crap earlier just kind of got me tongue tied. It's not my fault. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah so you'll use Captain Han solo to unlock Leia, which interesting. Um, yep. So we'll find out how we actually unlock Han at some point, whether he's from a shipment or whether there is a special battle or something. Now, the numbers
1: on that basic are don't look that great, well, at least not in the picture. But I guess it's not a crit in the picture either. But the yeah. uh, for what this ability does on a support character is pretty awesome to me. Oh yeah, for Just sure. Just to be able to get that days out. I, I ever we've been doing the podcast for a long time, and anytime there was a the chance of a character with days on their basic, I loved them. Yep. Like when, absolutely. It, when we thought Imbo was going to come out, I wanted him because he had days on his his NPC has days on basic uh zeb i've always been high on because he has days on basic and now you're getting uh, captain han solo who has days on basic so i'm excited for that yeah it's pretty sweet
0: so that's a good basic i now, totally agree uh so something else to point out about the thing that they sent out is he's actually attacking an empire character and he's doing you know 3700 damage so that's doubled from his normal damage So his normal damage on that's going to be under 2,000 because, you know, the Empire thing. Um, Which might be a little bit concerning on exactly how much damage he's going to do. But I'll be curious to see how he turns out. There aren't a lot of... Well, that's a lie.
1: I was going to say there's not a lot of healers that do a lot of damage, but uh, if you look at uh, Chirrut,
0: (laughs) that goes out the window. Because Chirrut, with that third special, can just... He's he's nasty. Yeah. Yep. Well, um, something else that I would like to mention. Basic attacks, a lot of people kind of don't think about the basic attacks too much. A lot of times people think about special abilities. But Mm -hmm. if you're running like a general Kenobi or a counter team, something like that, the basic abilities can be a lot more important than a lot of those specials. For the fact that Mm -hmm. you know, whenever they counter, that's what they're doing. And when Kenobi calls in all the assists, they're all doing their basics. So having somebody with a really annoying basic can be super useful in situations like that.
1: Yes, absolutely. I agree. That's what makes uh that Zeta on Raid Haunts even better, you know? Yeah. Especially under a commander Luke Lead is
0: that fact that he can just machine gun all the time. I I was going to write down the name because I cannot remember who it is and I feel terrible um, somebody in our live chat please help me out someone using the uh, the team that I did the sub 10 minute Rancor with the wedge lead with Biggs and Commander Luke Skywalker someone actually did the Rancor in 6 minutes and 21 seconds did you see that I did see it. it was, they put the timer right there on the screen. That was pretty sweet. It was that same team except they had a Zaded Han solo and man it was freaking nasty. I was I was super impressed. That was badass.
1: Yeah, I've been using I don't have the Zeta on Han yet, but I've been using him on my on my solo team because of his new turn meter reduction and yep. the fact he just slaps like a like a bastard his hits are hard so and he works really well and, he, um, and he's a rebel so like putting him in there instead of uh
0: rex is perfect because he gets all the extra stuff and so. another video i'd like to point out that we had this week with him uh in our discord channel you can actually find it in our guest content he's actually um you know somebody in our discord channel and podcast listener uh i'm going to Butcher the name, so I apologize. But Soryo, Kamrayo, I'm—I'm pretty sure it's relatively close, maybe. Uh, actually, <laughs> soloed the entire Phase One using just Commander Luke Skywalker and Han Solo, uh, and they both had Zetas. Uh, Commander Luke Skywalker had it on "It Binds All Things," which is the first Zeta you would want to do on him to begin with. And then right Han mm-hmm. had it on, you know, his shoot first ability. So that was, that was a super awesome video. So, uh, phase one is definitely clearable by one person. Pretty
1: cool. That is pretty crazy. I did see that video. It is
0: very fun. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, uh, back to captain Han Solo, you know, we just, Went down a little tangent like we (laughs) tend to do on occasion. Um, Off the rails. Yeah, it happens. All right. uh, Special ability. Hunker down. Dispel all debuffs on Han and target ally. They both recover health equal to 40% of Han's max health and recover 25% turn meter. Then if the target ally... Okay, yeah. Then if the target ally has full health... They also recover twenty percent protection. This ability's cooldown is reduced by one whenever an ally suffers a debuff. So
1: the another one of those on abilities, yeah. Another one of those abilities with a, a really big cooldown with the yes. ten. So he's got it for his heal, and Rolo has it for her AOE. Yep. Some kind of a new thing that they are rolling with recently with these new characters yep
0: and they have these really synergetic ways of getting these abilities down so it's almost like they're good against specific types of teams for example um you know like captain han he's obviously going to be really good against empire because most empire uh inflict debuffs so i kind of you know i think they mentioned before that these two characters are both going to be a little bit more synergetic and kind of built to be good in territory battles versus necessarily Mm -hmm. arena or something along those lines. So that might... These abilities are probably a hint to what we're expecting to see in territory battles.
1: Let's try to remember this conversation when we get to the video from the Star Wars show later in the notes. Because... There's this note on one of the pictures that I wanted to mention that will tie to this. And I want to throw the idea out there. So Okay.
0: Cool.
1: Um, something else I liked about this, right, is the... Uh, something that doesn't really happen with characters now, with heals, but if they already have full health... It moves on to give in protection instead, which I think is awesome. So it's kind of like if one bar is already full, then try to fill up a little more of the other bar. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. That's a good point. So pretty cool. I do like I like his heel. It looks pretty good. And then if you look at the uh, the GIF on the forums, he it kind of looks like something out of a Drake music video. I don't know. <laughs> If you watch it, it's kind of throwing the hand out to the side. It's pretty interesting. Mm. I thought about trying to do it there for a second, but I gave up. I'm like, nope, yeah, pro- not happening.
0: Yeah, probably wise. <laughs> for um, sure. Yeah, for so sure. Uh, that special revive is Search and Rescue, where. Um, he revives a random defeated ally at 1% health and 0% turn meter. If that ally is a rebel, they recover 50% health and gain 50% turn meter on a six turn cooldown. So he's obviously going to be a- way more synergetic with a rebel team because reviving somebody at 1% health, I mean, it don't yeah. take much to knock them back out. I mean, it's, I don't want to say uh, it's well, worthless if they're not a rebel, but it's close. I want to point out that
1: this GIF doesn't do this ability much justice either because the GIF has him revive Rolo and then the other team takes a turn and just shoots her down within yep. two moves. Yep. Which, you know, it, can happen or can't. But it, if they were at 1% health, then that would definitely happen. So yeah. I just thought it was funny the GIF they chose for that because
0: he's like, all right, you're back. And then she's gone. yeah and something like that i mean it's basically i mean you're putting yourself in bigger hole if you do that versus you know like if you're a slower character or something because then you're you know they're gonna take her back out and then if they're faster then they're gonna end up with more you know ahead of you in turn meter than if you have just taken an attack so eh. yeah and there's a lot of characters that if
1: you were You revive them and they get a turn within a couple of shots and they still have some decent health. Once they do their move, they get the health steal or one of their uniques gives them health or protection and they'll just start building themselves back up, you know what I mean? Yep. Exactly. Cool. So, I like it. So far, I like his moves.
0: Yeah. Pretty good. Um, he has one more ability that is a unique ability called Nick of Time, in which Captain Han Solo has a plus 15% crit chance and plus 30% critical damage. In addition, at the end of his turn, Han recovers health equal to 10% of his max health. If Han already has full health, the least healthy ally is healed instead. Whenever Han uses his basic attack, he gains plus 10% max health, stacking for three turns. That's a mouthful, isn't it? There's a whole lot there, yes. <laughs> um, so, at the end of his turn, now, the term turn gets a little confusing. <laughs> like is Flipped this, on its head this week? Yeah. So, is this whenever he counters? Is this actually his turn, or is it like, anytime he attacks, because that can be a turn of his. Like, I'm not exactly sure. Um, because if you attack him and he recovers 10% of his max health every time. I mean, he's like a less annoying Barris. I mean, so <laughs> I guess we'll see exactly how that works. And if he's at full health, the least healthy ally is healed instead. That is really cool. That's one of those things that, I mean... He goes and he heals someone.
1: Yeah, he doesn't even have to use an ability to do it. Yep. And that's pretty sweet. They come up with some really interesting things. Because this is a heal, a type of heal that no other character
0: has that I can think of. You know what I mean? And the uh, stacking max health. So, I mean, that kind of gives me a hint. that He's going to be a little bit better in longer term battles. Because you mm-hmm. know, the longer he goes, the more health he gets. The longer he'll even last from that point, and the, the more long, he can recover the, also.
1: And the more he gives out, if he's at full health. That's you good. know that too. Uh, so, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Cool. Talk what? about general strats here. So day days is one of the most powerful debuffs, and utilizing Captain Han Solo's disabling shot to apply daze to the right targets can greatly swing the battle in your favor. And I agree completely, because there are faction teams out there that if you daze them, they are effectively neutered. Like Resistance, uh, Clonus, um, a bunch of them like that. So, yep, even Rebels to a point. Yeah, sometimes that's true. So, so that I love days. Days is such a great debuff. Yes, and it having is. it on your basic is great. Yep. Keeping Captain Han Solo healthy will go a long way in him keeping everyone else topped off with health and protection. Oh yes, with his unique we just talked about, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Watch out for Boba Fett or Darth Nihilus who can prevent the revive from search and rescue. So, yep. Annihilate someone or execute them. Yep. they're not coming back. Regardless, if he uses this, no bueno. And I want to and I want to point out the despite that it looks like Drake, <laughs> the uh, they killed it again with the animations on this guy. The search and rescue is really cool because he pulls out the goggles
0: yeah. and the
1: little um, image comes out of the goggles yep. and, and then. Uh, you know, bring someone up. It's pretty cool, really, very cool animations for him,
0: yeah, totally agree. Uh, all the animations in characters lately have been pretty cool uh, it's I mean, I've been pretty impressed uh, so, I'm not sure if you've ever done this. I, I don't know why it's made me think of it, but we were talking about this on Discord earlier this week. Somebody mentioned playing the game at one speed or one x speed. Have you done that and actually watched R2's uh, animations? I have not. He has one of the coolest animations in the entire game where he, you know, does the burn. The oil slick? Yes, it is awesome. One Mm -hmm. of my favorite animations. So good. So if you haven't done that, you should go do it. You know, I was just thinking. The difference between 1x and
1: 4x speed on that ability is pretty lengthy, you know.
0: But the sound, does the sound speed up when you uh, change the that speed of the battle? I typically play with sound off, so I do not know. I'd say about 50% of the time it's off for me and the
1: other 50 it's on. So I know the weird zippy sounds that that burning ability makes, yeah. and I'm trying to think if it matches up at 4x speed or if it is meant to run on the 1x speed I'm going to have to run it on 1x speed and just watch it and see how the sounds match up to what's happening as opposed to 4 speed because now I'm curious
0: Uh, yeah that's a good point I'm kind of curious as well I'll be testing that as soon as we get done podcasting (laughs) that works well let's talk about hero synergies with Captain Han Solo let's do it Captain Captain Han Han
1: Solo we can do it together alright right. (laughs) (laughs) On the count of three. All right. One, two, three. Captain Captain Han Solo
0: fits under. He is a
1: champion when. Oh, now I'm reading the wrong thing. All right. Whatever. You do it.
0: (laughs) We're doing hero synergies. Not where to use. Okay. Uh, I'll do hero synergies. You do where to use. Captain Han Solo fits under any of the meta rebel leaders and can help sustain annoying rebel tanks such as Obi-Wan and Baze and even bring them back after they fall. That's kind of cool. Bringing back Old Ben. Always good. Uh, Hunker Down, one of his specials, will heal protection much more often when Captain Han Solo is paired with low-health allies such as Chariot Wedge or Biggs. That's kind of interesting.
1: So I just had a thought about the revive, right? Okay. You know how annoying... Well, I don't really know yet, but I assume that Old Ben's new taunt is annoying. But when he dies, he gives buffs. So let's say over the course of a long fight outside of
0: arena I, in I know something where else you're like, going with this I believe that those buffs only appear the first time he gets killed
1: is it? okay I was going to say cause if you just threw in Jin who can revive and, uh, and uh, Captain Han Solo here and just kept bringing him up to die again yep. and t- maybe take four or five turns of hits Before he dies again and buffs everyone again. That would be ridiculous.
0: Yep. I have tried that in a uh, phase on the raid that I would like to probably talk about next week. But uh, yeah, that's kind of the idea. And I do not recall ever getting buffs the second time. Huh.
1: Interesting. I guess uh, uh, there's some abilities that say the first death during a battle. So I guess that makes sense. I wonder if his does. Now, where do we use Captain Han Solo? That's the interesting part. It okay, is. so Captain Han Solo is a champion when tackling territory battles. Well done. Many enemies you encounter focus heavily on counterattack and turn meter gain, which daze shuts down. Ooh. Hmm. Interesting. Some little Territory Battle tidbits here. Hmm. Sorry, Territory Battle tidbits <laughs> here. And uh, combine this with his sustain from Hunker Down, Search and Rescue, and Nick of Time, and Captain's Hound Solo becomes one of the best choices you can bring on a strike mission. What's a strike mission? Seriously. Hmm. It l- mentions it by name. Now, um...
0: It's got to be coming soon, right? I mean, you can't be talking about strike missions and Han Solo and all of his abilities and why he's good in territory battles and all this without it coming. I think it's next week. What do you think? (laughs) I I would hope. I was hoping we'd get something today or Uh, maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Just information-wise, updated dump. Oh, I guarantee you. Now that we've recorded a podcast, they're going to do something tomorrow. And we're going to have to wait a whole week to talk about it.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, if if us doing that prompts it, then I'm okay with that because I want that information. I want Touché. to know. Yeah. I want to know what this the stuff that we're looking at is, and uh, what what exactly is a strike mission? Is everything in territory battles a strike mission, or is the way you unlock Hoth or uh, Rebel Officer Leo Organa a stri- strike mission. Yeah. How you get Hermit Yoda a strike mission. Like, are these extra little things that are on only certain parts of the Territory Battles map that once you're on that stage, you can do those missions to get shards? That is a it's good gonna question. It's going to be interesting. I, man, there's so much unknown about this. I'm super stoked. To find out, me know. too. So me too. And the funny thing is, it seems like f- two months ago, where we were talking about how this game just needs new content, and we still haven't got it. But we have enough to, we've had enough to tide us over for at least a month, a month and a half until we got there. You know what I mean?
0: Well, yeah. The this whole Commander Luke Skywalker has really changed things. It's like it's almost like a new mm. game with this guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is kind of a uh, subject change. I want to throw something in that we had not actually discussed talking about. hmm What has happened in your arena over the past week? Uh, I see a
1: lot of uh, Ugnaughts. That does not surprise me. <laughs> He's just everywhere. Ugna. Oh, sorry. I said Commander Luke Skywalker wrong. <laughs> I've seen that dude popping up everywhere, and I have avoided yeah. him like the plague because there are still people not using him, and those are the people that I go after. Understandable. Not that I don't think I can beat him, but I don't even want to try right now.
0: Are you using Commander Luke Skywalker in Arena
1: Yeah. I'm not, because mine's at gear 9 and... I will, don't want to be targeted, so... Yeah, that's
0: fair. Um, yeah, I've there's a ton of Commander Luke Skywalker in my arena. And I was kind of thinking, a couple points I would like to make. I've seen a lot of people talking about how to counter Han Solo. Or, God, not Han Solo. Commander Luke Skywalker. <laughs> the most yeah. annoying thing on the freaking planet, when you're using Commander Luke Skywalker is if you're going against a fast R2-D2 and your first attack is completely wasted. Oh, yeah. It's so frustrating. Because most people have Commander Luke Skywalker to be pretty fast because of that 100% turn meter removal. You want to do that as early as possible. But if you have an R2 that's going super fast, you're completely negating that first ability. Whether he's going to use the basic or the turn meter removal, don't matter. Like, he's wasting an attack. So mm-hmm. that oh is, yeah because I see what you're saying yeah that is huge um, mm-hmm. fast Thrawn, obviously Nihilus like th- those kind of basic things but I I could not believe how much R two D two could stop Commander Luke Skywalker it was it's kind of baffling actually
1: well your friends always know your biggest weaknesses
0: that's a good point too <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Uh, so, and one other thing I'd like to point out is I was, I was doing fine in arena and then all of a sudden the other day I started getting freaking wrecked and couldn't beat anyone. Like it was so frustrating. I was basically running commander Luke Skywalker, R2, general Kenobi, old Ben and kind of sorting between start out with Ezra, went to Jedi Knight, Anakin, because I needed to beat a Barris team. Um who else have I used uh I really cannot remember i've used several different people, mm-hmm. however, you know who i've had the best success with as my fifth who's that Akbar i I actually tried Akbar lead for a few days uh It was pretty nice on the opening turn, but then it just kind of flames out. I think it could work pretty well, but i will I will have had to do something different because I just was not getting enough damage to actually do anything. Great setup. Mm-hmm. I mean the first two turns I completely owned, but after that it was just you're in a hole. Uh Death Trooper. I should have guessed. I think you said that to me earlier. Like people know I love me some Death Trooper, but mm-hmm. all of these R2 D2s, you got I've had Rex coming back bays, all these buff teams, not only is he great because he can get rid of stealth, which is fantastic for Commander Luke since he can ignore taunt. But when you take someone out, when you finally get someone taken out and you can use death trooper and uh, inflict death mark. Oh, it's a lot of fun. It is... So much fun. So, uh, yeah, Death Trooper is kind of uh, my uh, character of the week to bring, you know, to start thinking about again.
1: (laughs) Again. Start thinking about him again. (laughs) Restart. Restart thinking about Death Trooper. Yep, because
0: he's awesome.
1: Well, that's what happens, man. When a character's good, even if you don't use him for a while, you can always go back to him and find uses for him. Yep, absolutely. Which is exactly why I said Akbar, because there are McMull has a video out that he just did about Akbar Lead an Akbar lead team that is actually pretty good. So he can he can become useful again in certain ways. So that's always good. So let's talk about this thing that came
0: out was it today or yesterday? I think it was yesterday, but I'm not certain.
1: Yeah, I can't remember. But,
0: uh,
1: the Star Wars show, basically their YouTube show that, uh, you know, talks about Star Wars on the Star Wars, uh, YouTube channel had a, I don't know, I don't want to say it was more than a minute, but like a minute little sneak peek of territory battles and the update for territory battles on their show. And, uh, it was actually pretty cool. It showed a lot of things that, uh we hadn't seen yet. So, I've got the pictures, and I didn't have time to kind of size them perfectly in our live stream stuff, so there's gonna be some weird like white crap in it, but uh, you'll see the pictures and just so you know what we're talking about here. But there's three images, and i am put each one on the screen as we talk about it, but there's some things on them that I want to point out and just kind of ask you what you think about them, and what they are so okay um let's see here boom okay so there's the first one so the first picture is of basically the board for territory battles that we've seen but there's some extra stuff on there that i don't remember seeing before so the first one is up in the top right there is a yellow star with a 1 out of 45 on it. Yep. No idea what that means. Kind of curious.
0: Extremely curious. I don't have any idea. I don't even have guesses. I'm kind of wondering if this is one of those things like... um Alright, so you know how... You know most battles, 1 out 3 stars, whatever... But you kind of get that little benefit if you go all the way through and get three stars or something. Kind of wondering if this is going to have something similar, except divided into sections. uh, And maybe the rewards are based on how many stars you get. Because I know they've mentioned before that everyone's going to get the same rewards. That star level is probably going to help determine those rewards, I would think. That would make sense let's say
1: there's 45 stars total you can get over the whole thing maybe over the whole map you know yep. what i mean maybe that's what the deal is and the closest you get to 45 of them the better off you are
0: and at the end for so rumors. in this picture that we're looking at uh, do you have this pulled up on live stream by the way I do. Okay, so if you're listening to the podcast and you actually want to see what we're talking about, you can go to the same time in the live stream and actually check it out. But when you look at it, so the first section of the territory battle map is the only one that's like highlighted that's active or whatever. So you have all these mm-hmm. red dots on there, the blue dots on there, which I assume is Empire and the Rebels and all that stuff. So I kind of mm-hmm. wonder if the... um. Well, okay. So I'm start back at the top and the top left it says Hoth Imperial Invasion. And then on the right it has one out of 45 stars. There are 50 people in a guild. I kind of wonder mm-hmm. if like completing maybe that section requires you know, um x number of 5 people to do Yeah, something along those lines. It could be you know, that's what could be number of people. But then, yeah. uh, I kind of wonder if each of these are going to be called, you know, something maybe a little bit different because like I said, you know, it says the Hoth dash Imperial invasion. So I'm kind of wondering if there's going to be different sections, like Hoth Imperial invasions, the first part, then you go Hoth shield generator, you know, Hoth at mm-hmm. or whatever. And then, you know, the stars may change. I don't know. Uh, what was the next part that you kind of wanted to talk about on this? Well, so
1: we talked about the name and the stars there. It, right underneath there is another thing that says phase 11 out of 216 and then has a timer next to it yep. for time left in that phase is my guess. And that number is just astronomical to me. 216 phases. Yes. Yes. Like I what are
0: these phases you know, Yep. that's kind of interesting uh i and I mean, when you th- think about you know fifty people in the guild, like I kind of think about that towards everything, but I'm sure they're thinking about the fact that there are guilds that aren't completely full. I'd like to know what the average number of people in a guild is, probably around 30 or something along those lines, if you subtract out the guilds that are really just not active based on you know just having one person in it or whatever for alt counts. Uh, mm-hmm. I kind of wonder if maybe they picked a number somewhere in there to where you kind of have to get a good number of people to be able to complete these phases or something along those lines, but still probably can mm-hmm. be completable for lower guilds but maybe not have the same rewards. But I'm yeah, that would make sense. I'm wondering if you have to complete these X number of phases to move on, or if that's like... I wouldn't think that would be total number of phases throughout the Territory Battle. I would think it would be that one section due to the fact that yeah. you know it has the time left.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking that it's probably that one section yeah. is 216, and then it's probably... Um, Based on how many people are in your guild or something. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting. There's a, so much unknown, and there's Cannot so much wait. information I want. Yeah. I want it all. I know. One last thing on that picture I want to talk about, and that's yeah. that number three in a circle up there. So it's in the same spot where, like, if you're in a battle and you want to sim it, it's a circle just like the sim circle that's just sitting there with a number three on it. So my, my curiosity is I know all, everyone's getting the same rewards, but I'm curious if that's like a, this is your current rank in the guild in this territory battle. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yep. Um, I, so my first thought, whenever I seen that was that it could possibly be the number of completions, like territory battle completions, and that your rewards kind of stack and start getting better as you're completing more and more territory battles? Because mm-hmm. I assume there's going to be something for completing the entire thing. Or maybe it's perfect runs or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. But it's fun to think about. It's very fun to think about. There is no doubt about that. I'm going to bring up the second picture here. Well, hold on. While we're still on this picture, how many sections does it look like there are? Uh, I see 6, 9, 12, 13, 15? 14, 15, yeah. Looks like 15 different sections. Mhm. Okay. Well, so kind of looks like and the way and they don't all
1: I think some I of them overlap in different ways.
0: Yeah, they kind of do with, like, various things. But so if there are 15 sections here and there are 45 stars, that would essentially lead out to them having the traditional three stars per section, like per battle or whatever. And that that would kind of factor into that.
1: Interesting. Because every time I've looked at this map, I've thought to myself, after that first part, you have two options. You can pick the top section or the bottom section. Right? Yep. And if you keep looking at that picture, if you if you pick to the top section, the next space you move over to can be the top or the middle section because that's what it touches. Yep. Or so let's say you picked the middle section on the third row. Now that one's touching the middle and the bottom section so you can pick one of those two where you go next.
0: You see what I'm just saying? That's... Uh, see, I hadn't actually thought about that. That's a pretty pretty cool point uh yeah so it's i mean it's almost like divided out by states you know like from one state if you're going north you may be able to split into two states or you may be stuck with only one or whatever kind of mm-hmm. that same similar ideas you kind of go across could be uh yeah
1: it's, in, it's interesting because they didn't it's not a bunch of squares you know yeah they all have different shapes and they kind of touch in different ways so not sure. Not sure. Mm. So there's a second picture, right? And there's a it's a bot, a battle in the hoth bunker basically with the some snow uh, speeders and the Millennium Falcon in the background. The but There's a couple Falcon things I wanted that we to point don't out. have
0: in the game yet.
1: Wait, what? The Millennium oh, the old Falcon. One. Yeah. The old that one. Yeah, the OT yeah. Millennium yeah, Falcon. I was like, <laughs> wait a second, it is in the game. You wouldn't know because no one has it. but That is true. Um, So 30%. There's a little icon under TIE Fighter Pilot's health that says 30%. And if you have the picture up on your computer, if you're looking at it on your own time, go to Reddit. One of the hot posts from this past week has all these pictures in it. But if you zoom in on that 30% icon, it looks like the head of an AT-AT shooting out uh, blaster shots. Oh. Down. So, well, the first time I saw that and what it looked like to me, it's it's almost like it seems like something that if it filled up to 100%, it would come out and wipe everyone. And So I'm kind of curious if that's something you have to work around and try to keep it from ever getting to 100% before... The other thing I wanted to point out, there's a 7 minute and 51 second timer at the top, which is a pretty long cooldown, or long battle... Th- timer you know what I mean yeah for sure so the real question becomes is this like a long wave type battle you're fighting over a certain time limit six waves a certain time frame that's what it says three out of six there so I don't know what the deal is and maybe you got to find a way to fight all these people before that hits the 100% or the way you fight them adds percentages to that. I don't know.
0: It's That's a good question. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, something else I kind of noticed though. Uh, so in this particular picture that they posted, it is Hoth Rebel Scout, or sorry, Hoth Rebel Soldier's turn. Does mm-hmm. he, he don't have three unique buffs, does he? I mean, I don't think he does because I just, you see that. The,
1: basically the speed icon, yep. a shield, yep. defense type icon, and then the, the rebel icon. Yep. And I don't know what either any of those do. I don't either. I'm kinda interested to find out though. Gotta be some kind of buff, but he is he is the territory battle guy that is supposed to get extra stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. So Yeah, maybe those are part of his extra territory battle uh, buffs. Yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: I don't know, but I thought that was cool. There's a locked green skull debuff, or buff, on uh, Snow Trooper up there, so I'm not sure what that is. I don't think I've ever seen that. Well, we have seen that, actually. Have we?
0: Is that the one... The, I can't remember what the, what it does. I, is that the one from the assault battle, though? It is. Uh, I believe it's called Deadly in the assault battle. It's where the you know, the god-awful Ewoks that just like lay total waste to you, that's the same little emblem they have. So I'm assuming that that is probably not good for your team if you're facing a guy with that over his head. Oh,
1: God. And look how much health he has. Yeah, it's not like the Ewoks tanky. at all. No. <laughs> but yeah. the other guys
0: kind of have lower amounts of health um uh, yeah a couple points like to point out thanks to the live chat uh cena wells says that the 216 number we were talking about earlier uh according to ea carry was just a testing number and that the real number is nowhere close so that would explain that and uh, uh i'll just scroll out of the way um Oh, uh, late picks mentioned that time battles usually mean that you can't just retreat and restart, which would, I mean, with uh, what do you even call it? Like multiple stages would make sense. I mean, you wouldn't be able to pull out and then go back at that stage. But I'm kind of wondering if that timer is for all six stages or if it's just for the particular stage that you're on. It's probably for all six. So it might be like yeah. a 10 minute timer. You know, it's could be like a 10-minute battle to go through these six phases that you kind of have to go through. Could be kind of interesting.
1: Well, yeah, definitely, because if you think about assault battles and how hard they make them on, like, the bonus tiers and the yeah. time it takes to get through those things, putting a timer on it and trying to beat it, that sounds pretty fun to me, actually. Yeah. Yeah, no, I Especially when you agree. got bastards with deadly buffs yep. ready to shoot your face off, so no cool
0: what definitely else is there by the way who's ea carrie <laughs> i would assume it's carrie that works at ea but i could be wrong i say i've never heard that name no, before i haven't either um it could be next picture another like wait, 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 ea wait. alt account quite possibly i'm sure sh-
1: I like to think that I know where everyone <laughs> posts things, but uh, yeah. that I am in by no means an expert and see everything. So, yeah. Third image is of the guild screen yes. in the game with the halla tables, and this thing has completely changed. I'm going to open up the game just because, just because I always forget what the actual guild screen has
0: on it now. Yep. It's kind of uh, the that rancor that's sort of in the middle, I believe, in the current game. But mm-hmm. this neat little picture that we're looking at and discussing, you go into your guild cantina, and on the left of the hollow table, you have the rancor who's screaming and yelling at everybody, and then on the right, you have the beautiful planet of Hoth with an AT-AT kind of stomping around. I love those ATTs. Yeah, me too. Pretty cool. Uh. I thought it's it's interesting though that the so
1: now you got the raids on the one side, the territory battles on the other. Yep. And uh, you, the I'm looking down at my guild screen. What it is now? There were three things on there before, and one of them kind of had a bunch of arrows pointing at a dot.
0: Or uh, like a yeah. target
1: icon. Yep. And then another one was kind of a planet with the rings, kind of like Saturn. Yeah. With dots on the rings, kind okay. of like um like a space type thing.
0: Okay.
1: We didn't know what either of those things were, if they were coming and what they would be. But it looks like they are completely gone now. For this territory battle block. But like, like I was saying, take a picture of your guild screen because eventually you're going to want to know what it used to look like and if something comes in like a year and you're like oh if i had remembered what was on that screen yep. i might have been able to see that coming because that planet one with the rings that was there from april of last year so over a year Yep. before we even had ships we, everyone kind of assumed we would get ships but uh That was there before we even had that, so... What's...
0: Maybe there's something still coming to come for ships. Well, like, every now now and then, somebody will see something in the cantina that's like, ooh, what's going to be there? Well, nothing Mm. is ever going to be there because every time they've ever added anything to the game they never put it in that spot, they basically rebuild the cantina. And things completely change, pretty much. So, I mean, there's been a few things, like... uh, Jabba used to be sitting in front of the cantina room, so or the ship, ship cantina. Room. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, before you went in there, you wouldn't be able to get back there. But the whole left side of the screen, they kind of redid. They, you know, went through event keys, and there's been quite a few oh, changes God. to the cantina. It's been a while. <laughs> Don't
1: talk about <laughs> event keys.
0: I know, right? Oh,
1: man. Games... The game's almost two years old, but uh, event keys sounds like dinosaur age, man. That's, I don't think I it. ever used those damn things.
0: I never figured it out. Yeah, I was kind of like, eh, I don't it know. was just, yeah. I
1: don't need these stupid droid callers for using my energy. Yep, that is. And you were there were never keys. You never had keys. You yeah. just went in there and bought. You either bought credits or you bought droids with. Your energy. It was weird.
0: Yeah, that was, <laughs> was not a fan blast of. Blast from
1: the past, right there. No,
0: <laughs> I'm no much case. happier with credit heists and uh, training droid smuggling. Um, so. Uh, so, back to the territory battle screen. Something else you notice is a protocol droid in the back. Whether that's C3PO or not, I'm not sure. Very well could be, but he's kind of standing behind this magnifying glass, which is. I mean, what is... Like, we don't have that in-game already, do we? We have the gear exchange, which you can see. We have the guilds, which mm-hmm. you can see. The, sh- the uh, sorry, shipments that you can see. But we don't have that little magnifying glass searchy thing. I'm kind of wondering if that might be, you know, a new quality of life thing that they're bringing or something.
1: Yeah, like a guild exchange store. Ooh. <laughs> i don't i don't Ooh. sorry not guild exchange gear exchange store i don't think that's what it is but that was just my wishful thinking yeah let me turn in 10 blues for a purple I'll uh, do all day long. god
0: that would be nice i mean i can't i can't really think of anything that you well what if they made a way to search for gear or something like yeah or- which is would be fine
1: it's just once someone told me how to search for gear it made it really simple and i never even that is was worried about it again for those that don't know if you go in look at the gear boxes on raids it'll show all the gear that you can get from raids and most of the time you're only looking for the higher end stuff that you don't have 700 of and you can click in there on those things and it'll tell you how much you have so very useful pretty simple that way but uh, I don't know what that magnifying glass is for. What That'll be interesting to find out.
0: What if it's for... someone
1: me? had mentioned a the store, the territory battle store? But they I don't know
0: why it would be a magnifying glass. You know. What about a? Um, yeah, I didn't think about that. That that's actually probably makes the most sense. But if it, if the icon
1: changes, because like it is a developer build or whatever, that's true. If the, the icon could change, so it might actually be the
0: store, and the uh, the yeah. magnifying glass is just a placeholder. But yep. who knows? Or what if it's a place to search, like through your mods, to be able to search for like mods with secondary speed or something? Basically, that, long oh ago, man, <laughs> the
1: thing that we that talked about awesome when the game. Quality of Life update yeah. came out, and we talked about other ones we would like. Oh, yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah, that'd be sweet. I bet you it's a placeholder icon and we get something completely different.
0: <laughs> yeah. Pr- because that, that icon isn't very high res or... That, that's a good point. That actually makes all, the so. most sense of everything. Yeah. However, what was the exact quote they used on when we're getting territory battles? They said, and I quote, coming very,
1: very soon. Did they use two varies? That's Two verys. And now think about this with other things recently. So Ewoks, um, all the time that they started pumping those things out and talking about them, they came out within a week or within uh, two weeks. You got information of them within a week. They came out in two weeks. And this is going straight to the larger audience of people that don't even play this game but watch the Star Wars show. So this is basically... I don't know why they would advertise this to people a month in advance if they don't play the game. Because if those people come into the game within this week or within two weeks and this isn't there, they're going to wonder why the hell they were told about it. You know what I mean? That's a good point. So I... I, August is not yet over, and uh, they've said they're taking back August. That was their words. Yep. And there's a lot of days left. There's from Actually, from today, there are two weeks left in August. So it could be next week. It could be the week after that. I My personal feeling is that this is coming this month. They're putting out a lot of information. I mean... The, We still don't know a lot, right? But they're still putting out a lot of information. And I don't know why they would do do that if it wasn't close, you know? So, I'm looking for information every single day.
0: So. We could always use more of that. (laughs) I will say this, though. We do get a lot of information from Reddit.
1: Oh. Riding the segue. (laughs) I like it. ICFR, folks. It came from Reddit. Yes. It's still hanging on by a thread. But this week, Gas gave us a few little tidbits to talk about. Slow. So, Dita Ovi asked on the uh, Reddit, he said, daily battles over a month he asked about daily battles over a month to get shards each day for new characters, kind of like they did with uh, Scarf Rebel Pathfinder, Bistone, and Chopper, and he wondered if they'd be coming back. So before I say, give you what Capgas said, what did you think of those, and would you want them to come back?
0: I mean, I feel like that was just a bonus for people who were playing game at the time. I mean, it's kind of like the... Uh, I mean, kind of like the marquee events. The marquee events don't come back. It's kind of like a perk uh, for people who are playing at the time, right? Yeah,
1: so let me change, change it up. What well, my question is. Would you want them to come back for new characters? I think that's what he's asking. Oh, for new... I think he wants, yeah, I think he wants a month long, new, more month-long events for new characters to get a shard a day or whatever.
0: Uh I mean... Whatever it's i mean those uh, it was cool way to get shards but they were usually super easy there was something that i feel like most seasoned players would be autoing and what's the point yeah so i'm with you my problem
1: with them was if you missed a day you felt like crap for the rest of the month <laughs> you're like oh sweet so i'm going to always wonder where my one shard I missed or two shards I missed went yep. because that thing there was it was this was before the little thing popped up on the top right for events saying hey there's an event right now go do it so you had to literally remember there wasn't a daily you know there wasn't a daily to go do this thing it was just there so you had to remember every day and yeah it was tough <laughs> it was it, you played tricks with my mind and I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm okay with they don't come back. And Capgast totally said that there were no plans for them to make a return at the moment. He also said that if given the choice, he'd rather work on new assault battles or something repeatable than these events. Agreed. A, I agree. Assault any new assault battles are going to Love be awesome. The assault battles. Anything exactly. Any repeatable events. More awesome. Anything that can't be thrown... Throw an IG-88 in by himself that AOE's on the first turn and kills everything and it's over. Yeah. I'm okay with those events. <laughs> yep. Totally agree. So. Yep. That's, uh, that's that. Zabrak Warrior asked, Having authentic blaster sounds for each character because obviously like real life... Not all guns sound the same. So apparently there's a lot of blasters that have their own sounds in the Star Wars universe. And then if you check his post, which is on the hot posts for Reddit this week, um, he listed a bunch of the sounds. So like uh, Cad Bane's, Boba's, a bunch of the different blaster sounds and the way they sound compared to other ones. And uh, he was just curious if that was something that could happen. And CapGaps went on to say, each sound clip that they add to the game, and this makes perfect sense to me, each sound clip they add to the game makes the game download size bigger. And uh, because of regions, carriers, devices, and many other things, adding a bunch of unique sounds isn't very likely because A, well, I guess A is all you need. It just makes the game bigger. Yeah. And it takes more on your phone, takes more to load, It's just tougher on the the game system. You know what I mean? Yep. So That's true. But there's something cool with that. If you hear new sounds on new characters, it's kind of a unique thing and uh, kind of cool. Yeah. So if you're hearing sounds you haven't heard before... A, you're either turning on your sound because you don't play with it on. <laughs> True. True. Or it's a new thing that is for that character specifically, which is a special thing. So that's pretty cool. Yep. There was a couple other top posts. Nothing with dev comments on it, but uh, CapGas was all we had this week. But that's okay. We love you, CapGas. You're all we need. But... Beanessa had an idea about Bronziums that I thought was pretty cool. Basically, the idea was not to make it so you can sim 10 at a time or 20 or 100 or whatever, but to add another tier of Bronziums. I don't know what you'd call it. Uh, people can come up with their own name. But new category, maybe for 100,000. 100,000, holy crap. hundred one thousand 1,000K ally points a pop. So basically, every time you use it, now you're spending more to try and get better things. So the idea is that white and green gear would be out of these ones. Blue would be most likely what you get every time, with purple popping up the way blues do now. And raid gear, like Rancor raid gear, popping up the way purple gear does now in Bronze Yeah,
0: that's a pretty cool idea. I like the idea behind it. But it kind of seems like a waste of time when, you know, like CapGas said earlier, I mean, you could be be making
1: other things. Yeah,
0: you could be doing other things. Um, I mean, like a, a lot of these ideas sound great, but I just don't think time wise it's feasible given what else you could be doing with that time. Um, I mean, the ally points are kind of nice anyway. I mean, you, you can get stuff like carbones, and I mean, you can get stuff that you actually need from them. And then, I think more than anything, it's just a way to keep you from having to farm those green pieces. Because I used to, I used to always farm request certain stuff, and then I blew through all my ally points. I've never had an issue with a lot of that stuff since. So
1: it's only ever the speed discs because everyone needs those things
0: oh, those are the only ones yeah. I ever
1: have to go after yep but they totally agree. sim twice and you have one or two of them so yep. it's not hard but that's it and I know like you said I never need any of the other stuff because of that yep and uh, the but I'm with you so the thing about CG is they have what 50 people somewhere around 50 people I think uh-huh. So, it's tough to add more onto those 50 people when they got all the stuff they're working on already. Yep. To try to make something simple, not simple, but something not as important like this into the game, you know?
0: Yep, totally agree.
1: Because I don't think ally points at this point are really a big deal. You spend them, you're done. And uh, once you make the time investment of spending your giant. Boatload of ally points that you had from all the points they gave you during uh, tournaments back in the day. Once you get it to a manageable point, you're not really—you never really have that many to, anyway, right? Yeah,
0: that's good. Yeah, so
1: it's
0: a good point. So, kind of a
1: funny post. So, I like this.
0: Okay, I'm excited to talk about this one. Go ahead. You you do it. Okay. So Stover Delft, I think I said that right, uh, was talking about Luke's X-Wing on Reddit and mentions that he hopes it's unlocked in an event where Hermit Yoda has to actually lift it out of the swamp. <laughs> this would be so awesome. Like, Wouldn't that be hilarious? That would be great. That makes me laugh. And, I mean, there's a lot you could actually do with that. You could turn Luke's X-Wing event into, um, like, a legendary event for a ship because it's something most people would actually be interested in. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you could have that to where you're helping Yoda do something or whatever, and then Yoda pulls it out of the swamp for you. That would be awesome, given that we're kind of in that Empire Strikes Back era of the game, with, you know, um, we just kind of had those, you know, the New Hope reworks come out, but that led into the Commander Luke Skywalker, which is essentially the Empire Strikes back version. So um yeah. we're kinda leading into that. So that might be something that we see going forward. I think that'd be kinda cool.
1: That would be interesting for sure. Do you think that his X
0: Wing is a for sure thing? What do you mean? Do I think it's coming to the game? I mean yeah, I mean Yeah, it, yeah it's coming to the game, just like Luke with a lightsaber was coming to the game. The problem with that is... So basically is, what you're saying, you don't know when. <laughs> I have no idea when, but I know it's coming. No doubt about yes, it. Yes, there you go. Yeah, so. Makes sense. Yep.
1: Well, we have a topic submission that I kind of wanted to go over. Yeah, Let like me this. F- Alt, Alt Power Surge sent in a couple of them. I didn't want... Uh, I saved the other one. we we'll start with this one just to uh, kind of talk about here at the end of the show before we do start season two of trivia. No, <laughs> thank God. So topic submission, 70, No, well, I don't know. I guess I don't have to read that part.
0: <laughs> what is more
1: important? What is more important for gearing up characters, star level or gear level? What do you recommend as the minimum levels for each in order to be viable for major
0: events? I.e. Thrawn. So, I think the second question kind of answers the first question. hmm So, if you're only worried about these major events, Thrawn, R2, Yoda, Emperor Palpatine, I mean, star level becomes pretty damn important. And that you can only unlock them to whatever you have all those characters unlocked at.
1: Yep. But... Especially, yeah, for legendaries, you can only yep. get them at 5, 6, or 7. Or Commander Luke now has even made it so it's possible they're only available at 7.
0: Yep. And that might be, you know, maybe 5-star might be something we start seeing going forward, you know, maybe in territory battles. We shall see. But... Um, it kind well, of depends. Another in. thing. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, man.
1: I terrible at interrupting you. I know. You but before you ball. went into that, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just gonna say, Thrawn and legendary events are one thing, but I'd also throw salt battles into major events.
0: Yeah, that's, you know what I mean? no, that's a good point. So it's a that is a different type of, of event in which the answer is the exact opposite. In the assault <laughs> battles, it's the gear level that matters. So it kind of depends on what you're going for. I mean, gear level still going to be super important in the major events like the... Or I should say legendary events like Thrawn, Yoda, etc. Uh, I mean, you're not going to be able to beat or get that character at 7-star without having all those characters at 7-star. But you still have to have them geared pretty well. Uh, I do kind of think it's interesting. This New Hope rework definitely changes, you know, getting Emperor Palpatine. I think it makes that so much easier. Uh, You know, Thrawn and Commander Luke Skywalker are kind of going to be the two, like, premium ones. I mean, there's just so many Jedi, so many Rebels. Um, Even Empire's a little bit thicker than it used to be. So, I think those characters are getting, or I should say... Yoda, Palpatine, and R2 are getting a little bit easier to get now. Yep.
1: I think... I think, actually, at this point, Yoda might be the hardest. Really? Not hard, as in hard to get. Hard as in that you have to have five seven-star Jedi, and that requires... Farming those five seven star jedis. If you're a new character or a new player, yeah, I mean. okay. Because you're wasting a lot of energy on those characters that don't really get used anywhere for anything.
0: So you know what I mean. I mean, you have Jedi Knight Anakin, you have Qui Gon, you have Ezra. Those three are pretty damn good just about everywhere. I mean, they're they're guys you would want to farm anyway. Beyond that yeah
1: it's it's you just I mean, gotta think
0: old ben like i would put old ben there because i think he's that good especially after the rework um yeah i mean luminar just because she's easy to get from galactic war i mean that's it that's a good point but she's not gonna be your first choice you know well so. but thron i mean so thron uh, Thrawn and commander luke Skywalker, i think are the two hardest because Thrawn, there's only six characters you get to choose from, and five of them are worthless. Uh, but the best part about them is you get two
1: legendary characters for them. That's, so farming them is not good, worthless.
0: Th- that's a good you point. You know, because okay,
1: that's you're doing pulling double duty, you can get Palpatine and Thrawn f- if you farm Phoenix.
0: Yeah. And Ezra so. can be a key on both of those teams. Uh, for sure. Well, I mean, three of them, actually. He can be used to get Palpatine to get Thrawn to get Yoda. So, I mean, I think we've said before, but Ezra should be one of your top farms, especially if you're a newer player. Uh, And the, I mean, gear level for Arena is obviously crucial. Um, One thing I am excited about is the fact that star level's about to be a lot more important with gear 12. I, I know you feel strongly about this, but, uh, I knew that this. When <laughs> I, mean, I knew when I wrote this in here,
1: that would come up. But I don't care anymore. Uh, <laughs> I'm over it. Are
0: you? Are you? I am.
1: Okay. I th- there's something you don't know about me. I can get fired about up about something and about. I wind up very quickly, but I also forget and don't care about things very quickly. Uh, so. That's fair.
0: I'm I'm kind of the same way. <laughs> you yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, as far as the other part of the question was recommended minimum levels for some of these, uh, you know, major events, legendary events, etc. It kind of seems like if you have one or two characters totally maxed, like if you can find one or two characters in each of these events that you love, that fits in your arena, that fits in assault battles that fits in several areas of the game, that is probably the way to go, because you can do it with just a couple pretty much max characters, and then leave the rest of them pretty lowly geared, and still be completely fine.
1: Yep, I agree. That's how I went through Commander Luke, basically. Because I had Leia... I had Leia Han and R2 Gear 11, so I just made a goal of getting luke and obi-wan to gear nine thinking that they'd all be fighting together throughout the event and uh, that would be good enough but you know that wasn't how it went but getting to gear nine and having like like let's say the the level in commander luke's hero's journey one of them was leia and luke well leia was gear 11 Doing work, yeah. and Luke was gear nine and good enough to hobble through the entire thing. So
0: well, that's if you can point. find
1: the ones that are good to go with the ones that are bad, you don't yeah. have to level up the bad ones as much if you can get the yeah. good ones to carry you through.
0: That's a good point, but that's what makes the Commander Skywalker event so much different in that you can't necessarily use one or two characters to really just carry you through. You do have to have them a little bit more widely geared because of the various combinations of characters that they throw in.
1: Yeah, and it's going make it's going to make you think twice going forward too, yeah, about what, what
0: the new events will look like, yep in that regard, you know. I wouldn't be surprised if they move towards that model a little bit more uh, just to kind of create a little bit more you know wide variety of gear requirements.
1: Well, they kind of they kinda showed that hand before Hero's Journey came out with uh, flash events. Because flash event yeah. tiers required... They said, Fla- these flash events are going to take these characters. Well, then, and then when they came out, the Ewok ones tur- took certain Ewoks for each tier. The Phoenix one took different Phoenix characters for each tier. So... There's different ways they can do this in different events and you just gotta keep your eye out on that. That's a good so, point. I agree. My point was great. That's <laughs> where <laughs> I'm like, do something, say something.
0: Uh, I've always got a smart ass comment. yeah, um, <laughs> keep them in my back pocket. You know what I think we should do? What do you think we should do? I think we should work on making you do some sort of punishment with season two of Swaggot Trivia.
1: Uh-huh.
0: You can try, young
1: Padawan. Huh. Mr. Clonus lover. Do or don't. I do just want to no uh, point out my. my. just want to point out my. Ter- Territory Battles Hype Train back here. Toot, toot. We're on the Hype Train.
0: Yes, I cannot wait. Next week could be a really exciting podcast if we get uh, ter- Territory Battles um, this week. That's the first time I got to say this all podcast. Awesome. I yeah. know, man. Hey, I, I want think to show you something. I was very at like cool. five. Do you see that? Do you- Can you see it? It is I a see, it's clean. Empty slate clean
1: slate help you uh, help you uh maybe you're be ready to go this time i'm excited warmed up so what we're going to do this time is we're going to ask the five questions we're going to write down our answers to the five questions not each individual question and once we finish the five questions and our answers then we're going to go over the answers to every question
0: cool Made, so make a little bit of that way.
1: Yeah, that way. Uh I can't look at the answers before uh Okay, let me rephrase. We used to have Wait. it in a PowerPoint. So that's have how it was been done.
0: Cheating?
1: No, <laughs> our trivia guy is on vacation so he couldn't make a PowerPoint. He had to send them in an emails and this is how we decided to do it. So, thank you deadshot for Continuing to give us good questions, even though you're out enjoying yourself on vacation.
0: Well done, sir. We
1: appreciate you. So, let's start with question number one. What do you say? I think that's a good place to start. (laughs) Yeah. The beginning. Arrange the following three tunes in ascending order based... on ascending order... Based on their max base health. Yeah. Yeah. Jawa Scavenger, Rex, and Ray. So I think I already know my answer. Um. All right. I got it on the board. I'm locking it in. I'm, I'm locking not mine in a friend. Well. Alright. Alright, we both have different answers, so. Ooh. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Alright. Question two. The tune with the most base physical damage is Night Sister Initiate. Huh. The least is Darth Nihilus. If we divide Night Sister Initiates physical damage by Darth Nihilus, what do we get?
0: <laughs> what the hell kinda of question's this?
1: I this is I'm gonna read it again. The tune with the highest with the most base physical damage is Night Sister Initiate. The least is Darth Nihilus. If we divide Night Sister Initiate's physical damage by Darth Nihilus, what do we get?
0: Showing my answer.
1: Is it pie? <laughs>
0: that sounds good, don't it? I'm hungry. <laughs> apple warm apple pie. Oh. A
1: la mode. Mm.
0: <sighs>
1: ah. Getting hungry. Alright, question three. Well, we're almost there. You can get some food. All right. Who am I? Some might say I look a little buggy, but once I silently strike them, they're positively dispelled. Want to catch me? You can find me in the shadows where I begin my battles. Oh, and I long, oh, and long live the lesser.
0: Would you read that (laughs) one more time?
1: (laughs) Who am I? Some might say I look a little buggy, but once I silently strike them, they're positively dispelled. Want to catch me? You can find me in the shadows where I begin my battles. Oh, and long live the lesser.
0: I got one. Hope I got one. All right.
1: Next question. Question four. Which tunes can apply a unique positive status effect via a usable ability not passive that only they can apply? Does that mean there's more than one?
0: <laughs> what? Read that one more time.
1: Which tunes can apply a unique positive status effect via a usable ability not passive that only they can apply? Hmm. I know of one and I'm going to write that one. Uh, it sounds like there's more than one. So,
0: it's a unique ability, unique yeah, buff?
1: unique po- unique positive status effect that is only applied via a usable ability, not a passive.
0: Uh, so I mean, that's so it wouldn't be a unique. It would be an actual ability. A unique positive
1: status. So, uh, Sabine gives a unique yes uh, negative debuff. a debuff. So does uh, Thrawn. Mm. We're looking for the characters that give unique positive buffs.
0: Very interesting.
1: And it can't be passive. It has to be. You have to press a button for it to happen. Okay. So. You let me know when
0: you got yours. I have three, and I am showing th- them.
1: Ooh, interesting. Although, All right. I don't think one of them is right. Okay, <laughs> we'll see. Question five. Which faction has the least ships? Which
0: f- <laughs> faction has the least ships?
1: I got my answer.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't even
1: have to really think about that question.
0: I do have to think... Well... Least ships. I mean... Would ones that don't have ships count? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so, Tim. Okay, so, oh, shoot, I just, I wrote something down, because that uh know, so, I'm putting multiple answers, because I don't know if it's talking about ones that don't have ships, so I'm putting one, down one that does not have ships, just to be safe. Okay. Because I'm not exactly sure on the clarification of the question. All right. All right. Answers have been shown. You wanna, Interesting. You want to reread this and go through the game? Interesting. We uh, got a lot of variation. We got a lot
1: of variation here, so there, there could be some striations of uh,
0: points here. Interesting. Okay. Pretty excited. So, question
1: cool. one Arrange the following three tunes in ascending order based on their max base health Java Scavenger, Rex, Ray. The answer is.
0: Jawa Scavenger, Ray, Rex. I got it correct if we did descending order. Yeah. <laughs> I got it wrong all the way around, so.
1: Damn. All I had right. Rex Scavenger, Ray. Yeah. I
0: thought, I think Ray. Rex has more health than Ray. I mean, it makes sense from the standpoint in that Rex is a support and Ray is an attacker. So you would expect her to have less health a support. But I would have never guessed that was the case. I wrote down Rex, Ray, then J-Scab. So, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Weird. Huh. All, right. All right. Well, we both got that one wrong. This next one's kind of interesting. Go ahead and read it. The tune with the most
1: base physical damage in Ni- is Night Sister Initiate. The least is Darth Nihilus. If we divide Sister Initiate's physical damage by Darth Nihilus, what do we get? What did you write? I wrote 8.3. You want to know something funny? What? I got this
0: right. Get the hell out. I'm not even joking. What's the answer?
1: Because you can see it right there.
0: I actually cannot see it.
1: Okay, well, I'm circling it with my finger. I was. I wrote two. And the answer is two. Seriously. And you know why I did that? No. Because I imagined the highest base being 2,000 and the lowest being 1,000. And I divided 2,000 by 1,000 and it gave me
0: two. (laughs) I wish you would have done your math wrong. (laughs) Crap. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's a point for goodnight,
1: punk. Damn it. So, got that one. All right. I'm 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 curious to see if Deadshot thought either of us would get that right.
0: Yeah, no kidding.
1: <laughs> Question thir- three. Who am I? Some might say I look a little buggy, but once I silently strike them, they're positively dispelled. wanna catch me you can find me in the shadows where i begin my battles. oh and long live the lesser. What did you put? I put sunfock. Put sunfock? Yep. I put Ocean Spy. Oh my god. And the answer is Gnocean. Ocean Spy. Let me just put another tally
0: mark next to my name there. <laughs> I knew there was someone I was forgetting. I knew it. I freaking knew it. I just... Oh, God. Oh, man. Starting
1: off strong. Question four. <laughs> Which tunes can apply a unique positive status effect via usable ability, not passive? The not passive part is why I think one of yours is wrong. Okay. So I put Hera and Luke... And you put Hera, Luke, and Boba, right? Correct. But the thing about
0: Bobas is it's uh, passive. It's not entirely passive because he can kill someone and get it back. That would make it active because he'd be using an ability to do it. Uh, I don't accept this answer. We will need to go to (laughs) the council on this one because I think I am more correct Uh, than you are. (laughs) We will interrupt we will we will interrupt Deadshot's vacation for a ruling. <laughs> S- sounds good. Oh, snap. There's so, two we missed. Really? Okay.
1: Yeah, Admiral Akbar. Oh, shoot. And Bistan,
0: Frenzy. Oh yeah, that's right. That's crazy. I didn't even think of those two. I did not either. I should have thought of Akbar. I was using him this week in arena. How Dang. That sucks. Yeah. Oh. What, the question <laughs> was light side too, wasn't it? No. Oh, it wasn't? Okay. No, it wasn't. Okay.
1: So you're good. Um,
0: Question five. Which faction has the least ships? Um, I put jawa and jedi jawa because one they don't have any so that i mean i wasn't sure exactly if it meant that but i put jedi as an answer of people that do have ships but have the least (laughs) i put empire interesting
1: and we are both wrong what because apparently the answer is scoundrels with one
0: Boba, and that's it? Apparently. <laughs> right? Oh, who's, sigh. Who's the second Jedi ship? Plo Koon and...
1: Jo- uh, Consular?
0: Damn it. <laughs> well, you're... Uh, oh, and man. Ahsoka,
1: and, uh, you know... There's a few Jedis.
0: Well, your Soka has a ship. You're up by 2 or 1 on me depending on the ruling on Boba Fett.
1: I'm hoping we stay with 2 because I would feel real nice about that.
0: I'm going to argue strongly. <laughs> yeah, very, I'll very bet. strongly.
1: I bet you are. All right. Well, that's it for this week. We had a lot of fun. Even in a week where there's not a ton of news, we found plenty to talk about and it was fun. So I was dead tired when we started this podcast. I am wide awake now and I feel great. It's weird how that works, especially. Isn't it? it is. It is very weird. Well, for all you out there listening on our live stream, on our audio podcast, go check out our Twitter at Shattered Order. There's a link on that bio for our Discord where we hang out all week with you guys, chatting and having fun, and I it's a blast in there. I love it. So Absolutely. if you think you like to have fun, and come join and uh, yeah, have fun with us. And also on our pinned tweet on our Twitter is our Patreon, patreon.com slash shattered order. If you love our stuff, if you kind of like it, if you think it should be better and you think money will make us better, go check it out. Uh, do what you can. Even if you can't, we appreciate you listening no matter what. So if you can help us out, we would appreciate it. If you can't, we still love that you listen. Yep. So with that, I think we're going to shut it down for the night. All right. Sounds you got
0: good. any? You got any last words? Not really, other than, you know, the usual stuff that you just covered. All right, well, I got one last thing. Go Lions. Good night, everyone. Later. Go Pack Go!
1: (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the Force be with you.